This week's parsha is parsha's Emor. Now, parsha's Emor, the end of the parsha, you know, you know. talks about the story of the Mekalo, someone who, who as a recursed Hakadosh Baruch recursed Hashem, and for that he, he got he received uh, the death penalty. Ultimately, the story is uh, says the the son of a, a Jewish woman who was the son of a Mitzri, an Egyptian man, and he began a fight, and he ultimately he, he cursed as Hashem. That's the pasuk says. So Rashi says, what's the vayetze? What does it mean? Where did he go out from? So it brings three pshatim. And one of them is that he says he. It's coming off the previous parsha, which is written in the Torah, which is which is the right before the story of the Mekal, The Torah brings down about lighting the menorah, and and actually immediately preceding that was about the lechem Apanim. And he said, he said lechem. What's the story? What is the lechem Apanim? Lechem Apanim is in in the in the Beis in the Mishkan. They had special bread, which was put on on the shulchan on the on that on the table, and it was there. It was put on from it was there from Shabbos to Shabbos. So it was there for an entire week. And it stayed over there. And then afterwards, the Kahana made it, and they were mocking the, the spices that were there. So he said, that's the way you serve God? You, you serve God with old bread? That's, and then he went out, and from there he went on to ultimately curse Hashem. Another, another, another shot Rashi brings, Vayetze means that he went, he, he was upset that, that he, he wanted to have a, a portion, in, in the, he wanted to have a portion in the Aretz, he wanted to be able to. He wanted to be able to get be part of a shevet to to get a chelik in Eretz Yisrael, and he said he's not not well chelik have a place to be as part of the shevet have, have a yerusha, and excuse me, and he said that he didn't have since his since his father was he wasn't never have a father was part of a shevet his father was a mitzri so he lost out in in unless, in Eretz Yisrael he wanted to be he wanted to be part of the part of the nachla part of the camp. Of of, Eretz, of Klai Yisrael, and he wasn't able to be part of the camp because he didn't have a, he wasn't part of any particular shevet, and he got angry, and ultimately he started cursing Hashem. That, that's the tibshatim. So, so, and that's vayetze. The question is, what's what's why is the parsha, and we know as I'll give these explanations, but how is it that it was the lechem upon him, and also immediately preceding that the menorah, that's the lead-in to the mikal, and what and what can we learn from there? And also as well, today is Pesach Sheni. Pesach Sheni is the day for those that were not able to bring the current Pesach. On the on the when pay, on Pesach, so they, if they were Tommy for various reasons, and they, mm-hmm. therefore they're able to Pesach Shani is like a makeup day. What is it? What can we connect that as well to this story? So now let's talk a little bit about the Mikalo and see why he why why would he have been someone who is Mikalo? What's the reason? So Rashi brings in Parshas Pinchas that when it, when in Parshas Pinchas uh, the the Psukim bring down um, all the different. Lists off the, the the numbers in each shaven and the, the names of the different families of each of the twelve shvatim, the twelve tribes of, of Klal Yisrael. And it, over there, the way that pasuk is written, it is a hey and a yud added to every single name of every single family. And Rashi brings from Chazal that why they add yud yud here? That's the name of Hashem. So Hashem is adding His name to all the names of the families for what purpose? And Rashi brings that's that's referring to a, based on a pasuk in Tehillim. The pasuk in Tehillim says that. Shesham alu shvatim shifte ka edus liyisrael. Talking about the base mikdash, that Klai they all went up to the base mikdash. Shift shifte ka, and it's an edus liyisrael. The name Hashem is an edus liyisrael, and it says lahaydus Hashem Hashem. They gave shabbat takadish baruch. What's what's the shifte ka? What's the edus of the name Hashem? The edus is a kadish baruch was being made that they had pure yichas, that they were all 
all they all came with their fathers and their mothers. They all were all were all yidden. They were all and and that and they had a ayichas that was pure. That's the shift they saw. The question is, first, just to talk about that drasha one second. What is shift? What is the pashtas of the pasuk is referring to shift ka'edus l'Israel? Talking about the Beis Hamikdash and the way the Targum says over there in, in, in Tehillim is that the Shechina rested on the Beis Hamikdash, and that was an edus that the Shechina rests in Kaisal. So, what does that have to do with the drasha about pure yakas, about pure lineage? So, it would seem that the fact that they had a pure lineage of, 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 of both a Jewish father and mother, that would have been also a proof that the Shechina is shaira on that. That would seem that you have to say that just by extension of the drasha. So, so that's one. So the shiftika. So the fact that they had a pure yachas that was an edus on them that the, that the shechina was rested on them. Now, so let's go back. We asked. This, let's just start. Well, yes. Why would the mikal have been mikal? So it could be. If you look, the previous psukim, we said right before the parsha, the parsha of the menorah and the parsha of the lechem apanim. Regarding the menorah and the lechem apanim, and I'll, I'll just read from the, the Ksava Kabbalah, just as the, he says. That the, the miracles that happened in the Beis Hamikdash, when the, one of the miracles in Beis Hamikdash was that the Ner Maravi, the Western <coughs> light in the Menorah, never went out; it burned constantly. And and that he says that's and that's a Gemara and Shabbos. That then, that's an edos. That's a testimony that the Shechina rests in Kaiso. The fact that the, that never went out. Additionally, regarding the regarding the Shulchan, he says the fact that the the bread stayed on the Shulchan and it stayed hot the whole week, even though it was not fresh, that was a Edus as well that shows the special connection that Kunshbaruch had with Yisrael, and even relation to their how 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 precious they were to him as well. So, so you see that the Menaira and and the Shulchan and the Lechem upon him specifically, these were all these were proofs that the Shechina rests in Yisrael. So now we can understand perhaps why the Mikal was was motivated by the Lechem upon him, or why he would have been Mikal as Hashem. He would have been Mikal as Hashem because. We said that shifte ka'edus l'Yisrael. It's a shchina's shaira on the pure yachas, and he did not have the pure yachas. He was that one person whose father was a mitzri and mother was an Israelis. Since he didn't have that, he didn't have the shift, the special connection to the shchina. He was motivated to mekalas Hashem, perhaps, but maybe even more. So it was one that we said one of the reasons why he was mekalas because he wanted to be part of the galim, wanted to be part of the camp, and ultimately those part of the camp, those were those the Yerush Eretz Yisrael also, those that had a chalik in the camp, that are, because they, that's how it was divided by being part of a shevet. So since he wanted to at least be part of a degal, be part of, then be part of a, be part of a, also get Yerush Eretz Yisrael, because he wanted to also, because the, the Eretz Yisrael is a, is a special connection to Hashem, and he was denied. And then maybe perhaps he was seeking that connection because he didn't have it naturally, in a sense, he didn't have the shift to greatest to Yisrael, but he was denied, and when he was deni- denied it, he rejected Hashem completely. That could be an explanation of why the Mikal why the Mikal was Mikal, what, 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 what was lacking in it, what forced him to do that, or what motivated him to do that, or, and also why, what's the connection between the Lacham Aponim and the Menorah which preceded it, again, because it's all part of the Shifti Ka'edus Yisrael, the Pure Yachas has an Edus, so he didn't have that Lacham, the Lacham and Menorah were, again, about that special connection to the Shechina, and he was something which he was lacking. But perhaps you can take it a step further, and, and, and that could be a lesson for us. Well, the Mikal was in a difficult position. He was, you know, he, he didn't have the pure yakas. It wasn't his fault. Not, he, he, was, he was, and, and he was in a, in a difficult position. He was in a, an unpleasant and, and, and challenged position. But what should he have done? So, so what's, the, what's the complaint against him then? The answer is that the Mikal made a big mistake. Because the Mikal thought that, that Hashras Hashkina can only come to him by virtue of 
of his, his uh, genealogy, his DNA, his circumstances. As he, it's not up to him to create that connection to Lishkana. And, and as, as challenging as the situation was, that was his mistake. Because the connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the connection to the Shekhinah is, is not based just on, 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 on where you come from and, and, and where you're born and where you live and, 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 and your circumstances that are, that, are, uh, that are dished out to you. It's about what you make of, you make of, those, of, your, of yourself. That's your connection to the Shekhinah. And, and he was the first one to have this challenge because he didn't have the shifty call. He didn't have that special connection, but yet he could have made that connection. And as a matter of fact, the, we, the, the fact that it's a smichas to the lechem upon him could also be highlighting what his mistake was. Because look at the lechem upon him. Lechem upon him, we said, had to be baked before Shabbos, and then it was put on the, put on the, on the shulchan from Shabbos, from Shabbos to Shabbos, there for a whole week. So it was a very long time. As a matter of fact, if Yanta falls on Friday, it has to be baked on Thursday. And if Rosh Hashanah falls on Thursday and Friday, it has to be baked on Wednesday. But the bread stays there and it stays fresh. Why? Because the Lechem upon him shows you that you're not, you can't bake it on Shabbos, but you have to put it on there. It has to stay there the whole week. So you do what you can do. That's what Lechem upon him shows you. Your job is to bake this bread whenever you're able to, and then you bake it and you put it on. And you know what? If you did what you could do, the bread could stay fresh for the whole week. And this, and this guy, this guy was supposed to take a, should have taken a lesson from the Lechem upon him and realized, look, my, I, I, I came from a challenged upbringing. I came from my challenge. I don't have the same. I don't have the same advantages as everybody else. But you could have, and as difficult as that is, and I'm not minimizing the difficulty for him. But he, he, his job was to overcome that and to show everybody that even though I'm coming in from a deficiency, I can overcome it and I can still be connected to the Shkana. And, and he did not. And that was his failing. And ultimately, that led him to to be mekalas Hashem because he and he, instead of taking it, flipping it around and turning his disadvantage into advantage for himself and connecting to Hashem from a far from farther away and by his own merit, he lost that and he was disconnected from Hashem completely <coughs> and ultimately had the capital punishment that, that came to him. But we so that could be an explanation of what the mekalas Hashem why it follows lechem upon him. What he was thinking, why he is, 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 is naturally that's why he was. He had this tendency towards Mikalas Hashem, and perhaps also what his failing and what his mistake was. But also, what, lastly, what does this have to do with Pesach Sheni? I think it's obvious has to do with Pesach Sheni. Because Pesach Sheni was the people, they were not able to bring the carbon Pesach. And they came to Moshe Rabbeinu and they said, Loma Nigara, why should we lose that and not be able to bring the carbon? And, a, and after that, Hashem said, and he told Moshe, this is, you're right, they should not lose that and they should have a second opportunity to bring the carbon Pesach. Carbon Pesach, Pesach Sheni is like, known as the Antif of Second Chances, right? You have an opportunity to do it again. But that means these people took a deficiency that wasn't their fault, that came their way, and they, and they built on it, and they made themselves close to Hashem, and they built themselves up better anyway. So that's an obvious connection. They're the opposite of the Mikalas Hashem, because he, he didn't build himself up. And that's, for each and every one of us, we have to recognize, first of all, we all, have, we all are given tremendous advantages. So that's, we're starting out already, already at. But even, even though we face a challenge, you have to recognize that the challenge is not something you can't overcome. The challenge is something you can, you can take, and, and, and there's no natural barrier to you achieving what, 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 uh, the, the great things that they can do.